Welcome to Weekday Wisdom, the scriptural and theological meditations of doctrine and devotion. Weekday Wisdom is a part of the exclusive content that we provide to our all-access subscribers here at Doctrine and Devotion. But we're giving it away to everyone today, Friday, as you enter into the weekend, so that you can get a sample of what we offer those that support the podcast. Today, we are reflecting on the Second London Confession, chapter 22, paragraph 5. The reading of the scriptures, preaching, and the hearing of the word of God, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in our hearts to the Lord, as also the administration of baptism and the Lord's Supper are all parts of religious worship of God to be performed in obedience to Him with understanding, faith, reverence, and godly fear. Moreover, solemn humiliation with fastings and thanksgiving upon special occasions ought to be used in a holy and religious manner. In this chapter of the Second London Confession, we are taking a look at the Lord's Day, the Sabbath, and religious worship or Christian worship. And what is it that we should be doing when we gather together on the Lord's Day? Well, what we do is what the Word prescribes. And here, it is listed as Scripture, songs, and sacraments. These are the normal and essential elements of our gathered worship. But it's not just what we do, it's also how we do it. After listing the things that we are to be doing when we gather, it says that all of this are parts of religious worship to be performed in obedience to Him with understanding, faith, reverence, and godly fear. The same was said about prayer in chapter 22, paragraph 3. The question is, do these things that we perform on Sunday, do they reflect our faith and our love? You see, we're not just supposed to do these things. God doesn't just want our actions. He wants our heart. And so the call here is to be faithful in our worship, but it should be coming from a place of love and sincerity of heart. We are to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. And what we're called here to is the engaging or the reading, the receiving of scripture, participating in song and the sacraments. The reading of scriptures, preaching and the hearing of the word of God. Now, we see support for this in passages like 2 Timothy 3.16 and 17 and 2 Timothy 4.2. In short, the scripture is to be read, preached, and even recited together in our reading. And in all forms, attention should be given to it for what it is. It is the Word of God. We oftentimes want God to give us a sign. We oftentimes think or even say out loud, I wish God would just tell me what to do. And we have this in the word. And especially when it is read in the assembly, we need to heed God's voice. It's not just scripture, though. It's also song, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in our hearts to the Lord. Now, if you're familiar with Scripture, you know where this is coming from, Colossians 3 and Ephesians 5. Paul says in Colossians 3, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And very similarly in Ephesians 5, addressing one another, in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with all your heart. 
So what we have here in this opportunity to sing songs of praise to God is a spiritual dynamic that is both vertical and horizontal. We are singing to the Lord, but we're also singing to each other. And that is an aspect that we sometimes forget, this horizontal aspect of our singing. Sometimes, especially in the Reformed tradition, we are guarding against humanism and man-centeredness. We're, we're guarding against entertainment. And almost we are almost tempted, if not outright willing, to forsake this aspect of worship and song, addressing each other. Now, we are singing of the Lord and to the Lord, but in doing so, we are singing, in a sense, preaching to each other, confessing the faith that we share, the truth of God, the truths of His Word. We sing and celebrate these doctrines and these truths because we hold them together, and in doing this, we are exhorting each other to believe. It's Scripture, Song, and Sacraments the administration of baptism, and the Lord's Supper. This, the gathered assembly, is where we are to see and celebrate these means of grace. And they should be as frequent as possible. Though baptism, for example, isn't going to happen every Sunday, at least it's not very likely, but it should happen as often as possible, and it should also be true for the Lord's Supper as often as possible. So in, in our church, we celebrate the Lord's Supper every Sunday that we gather for worship. But then the confession goes on to talk about supplemental aspects of worship, additional acts that are not a regular part of our worship. Uh, these are encouraged to be done whenever appropriate, but in the same manner, spiritually, in faith, with reverence. The confession says, moreover, solemn humiliations uh, with fasting and thanksgivings upon special occasions ought to be used in a holy and religious manner. Fasting is oftentimes associated with the laying on of hands for ordination and commissioning. But fasting can be for those times of need or even times of lamentation. When we see, sense our sin and we are moved to repentance, not just individually, but even corporately. And we are crying out for God's mercy. Fasting is good there. And so this isn't going to be every week, but when it is appropriate, we do this. And Thanksgiving can be special services or gatherings where we celebrate God's provision with prayer, song, and the reading of Scripture. But in short, this is worship. This is what we do. It's not entertainment, and it certainly isn't performance for each other, but it is a response to God's grace that we have in Jesus Christ in ways that he has given us and in which he delights. So as you're getting ready for worship this weekend, as you're looking towards Sunday, the first day of the week, the day that we begin worshiping our triune God, be sure that you are prepared in your heart to do it with understanding, faith, reverence, and godly fear. Listen every Monday through Friday to Weekday Wisdom as a source for regular devotional encouragement from Doctrine and Devotion. Thank you.